Hello, and welcome to this episode of Hammering Down. I'm your host, Kaylor Hodges, and I'm hoping you're having a great, great day. Um, look, for people who are listening uh, to this, either from El Paso or maybe you're you know, a Legion fan, obviously, I say obviously, I, I don't know, <laughs> this is the first of the pre-recorded videos but also this is the last one I'm recording um of you know before I go off to my wedding uh do the honeymoon thing and so I will not be watching any of the matches throughout basically the next 10 days so I will be missing a post-match reactions to this and of this show of the El Paso and I will be missing a, a post-match reactions for Charlotte. But there will be a pre-match preview for, obviously, El Paso. That's what you're listening to. A pre-match preview for Charlotte and a pre-match preview for Detroit City. So that's all still happening. That will all be releasing. But, yeah, I'm getting married on Saturday, the day of the El Paso game. So if Legion could, like, win this match and not ruin my wedding day, I mean, it's nothing's going to ruin my wedding day. Um, I'm so excited, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, if Leech could just like not ruin my wedding day, that would be awesome. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Um, for people who are married that are listening to this, send me your best wedding advice. Um, I I know a lot of people do that at the wedding where they drop in the like little slips. This is my version of that. I think if you're on Spotify, you can answer the question that I want to put on there. If not, I, I don't know. Um, we'll see. So yeah, just give me, send me your best, send me your best, best, uh, wedding or uh, marriage advice that you got. Um, let's go ahead and thank my patrons. Uh, I want to thank Ben, Clay, Dylan, Dury, Matt, Matt, Paul, Ray, si- uh, Sandy, Scott, Simon, Stephen, Trent, Trey, and Tyler. Thank you all so much for supporting me. I appreciate you all. Oh, so very much more than you realize. So, thank you so much. Uh, Listen, let's go ahead and get into this match of El Paso versus Legion. Coming into this season, I didn't think El Paso was going to be very good. Last year, they had Hutchinson, who I thought was a, frankly, a horrible coach. (laughs) Horrible coach. Um, And then they bring, they fire him, he gets sacked. That, well, they kind of promoted him, and then he was went off to like Japan. That was weird. Um, but then they brought bring in this guy named Clear Out, and he has an interesting past. Where he was the last time we saw him was out in Sweden, where he was the head coach of a uh, top flight team. Um, I it it looks I can't, I don't even want to try pronouncing the name of it. It's like GIF Jif. How do you pronounce G-I-F in Swedish? Swedish, I almost called it Swiss. That's wrong. Um, Which sounds like it'd be very impressive, except they were one of the worst teams in Swedish top flight history. Like, they were bad. Um, (laughs) So he obviously gets the sack, and he makes his way over to El Paso. And I was kind of thinking, okay... So they move on from, you know, a really bad coach to what appears to be a really bad coach. And it's worked out um, surprisingly. Um, 
really well. And part of the reason is is they kind of took the they kind of took the Bill Clinton approach, not that one, of the keep it simple, stupid, right? I mean, you look at El Paso and it's the four four effing two, right? <laughs> you know, they have their two strikers up top, which I mean, hey, you can't ignore them. They are kind of the stars of the show. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna mess up his name, uh, Sinope. Um, and you know, he's been a stud Gomez. He is a bona fide stud and probably the MVP of their season. So, so far, so far, mm. they got, uh, Zacharias and Salonyak, I believe is pronounced Salonyak. And those guys have been insane. Uh, Zacharias says he's kind of a right-sided player. He kind of tends to float to that right side. He's he's mostly a center mid, but don't be shocked if he's playing like winger. I think he even has a couple appearances at right back in his career, which is interesting. Um, he's kind of like a football manager guy. It's like, how are you a right back and a and a all and out center, you know, forward? But whatever, that's not for me to figure out. <laughs> Um, but Slonyak as well, like he is an out and out striker, but you can see him over on that left wing from time to time. And they're really good, man. They are really, really good. They have a lot of players who just do the dang thing. I mentioned Gomez. While he has not scored yet this season, he's a left sided threat who can go up top, who creates problems. He is a guy that just, that's just what he does. He creates problems. I really enjoyed watching this team play. And if you're wondering, well, what can we expect? Like I mentioned, they played the 4-4 effing too. And last year with Hutchinson, they were all about attacking. That's all they did was attack. I mean, they were up there with like Brighton, uh, Brighton, uh, Hope Albion, Hope Albion. I, yikes, I cannot speak today. And I can already hear, you know, some people typing, when can you ever speak, Kaler? Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Brighton and Hove Albion. Screw those guys, am I right? But, like, they would create chances, create chances, create chances, and not score. And this is obviously not this year's Brighton, and obviously not this year's El Paso. And El Paso has an interesting way of doing things. I, I, I've been kind of looking to see kind of what teams do. Are they a counterattacking team? Are they a possessive team? Are they a team that likes to press? Are they a team that likes to counterpress? Or do they just like to sit back and watch you make mistakes? El Paso, your answer is yes. In matches, you we have seen them, you know, give fifty percent of the ball. You know, half fifty percent of the ball. We have seen them dominate possession at times. And in those matches, guess what? They don't press that much. We've also seen them in the same year take, you know, give the ball away, let other teams have 35% of the ball, and say, we are just going to press the crap out of you now. Just a big old counter press. So for Legion, since Legion are a big counterattacking team, I would say maybe that's what you'll see. You'll see... Legion give El Paso the ball and say, all right, here you go. We're going to try counterattack. But I also don't know if that's exactly going to happen because, I mean, 
El Paso's played a lot of teams that like to counterattack, and they just seem to be able to do it, right? And they just kind of continue to get results. They scrape out when goal wins. They scrape these results out. They opened up the season with a 1-0 loss to Sacramento because who hasn't lost to Sacramento this year? But even then, El Paso felt a little hard done by. you. They took the chances, they took their shots, and they felt like they were creating good chances, but in the end, only had three on target. And when you have a good keeper like you have in Sacramento, that's just not enough. Okay, they lose 2-1 to Colorado Springs, and Colorado Springs at that point was massively overachieving. And I was just worried about El Paso saying, well, you know, this is the El Paso team I thought they were going to be. And then in the next match, they lose 3-1 to... Detroit City. Yes, that Detroit City. And it wasn't even close, to be honest. Like, Detroit City just manhandled them. And this is where we saw uh, Zed Matthews get his lone goal of the season. And it was kind of this right side, this defensive left side, but the attacking right side of El Paso, where they started cutting. They started really looking like they were going to be vulnerable from there um same thing with Colorado Springs early on where you're kind of looking at that defensive left attacking right and saying this isn't great oh sorry I have that switch the attacking left defensive right um side and you're saying it's not looking good right and that uh, defensive right side is a liability at times and then they go to Louisville and get a 3-0 win in Louisville. Louisville has only lost up until this point. They'd only lost one game at home in that entire year, in the last year. They don't lose at home. They don't lose 3-0 at home. And how does El Paso follow that up? A 2-2 draw to Tulsa, where again, we kind of see this defensive right side be a bit of a liability. So if you're a Legion fan, you're saying, hey, 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 I got an idea. I got an idea. How about we use Enzo and maybe Tyler Pasher and Deba Nwigbo on that, you know, left-hand side, that attacking left, and let them do the dang thing. Maybe get Prosper Kasim out there and have him just, you know, throw in balls from that side because that seems to be a good idea. And I'm willing to agree. I think if Legion are going to win this game, they need to attack that right-handed side. And if you're kind of wondering who that would be, you're kind of looking at like McHugh, you're looking at uh, Navarro, you're looking at Leons, you're kind of looking at those sort of players. Um, You're looking at, yeah, Leons, you're looking at, uh, oh my gosh, here we go. Pavkovich's. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up, aren't I? I think I was all over it. Pavkovich. Pavkovich. I, El Paso people are screaming right now. Like, what are you doing? It's basic, like, just phonetics, brother. I, I, I get it. <laughs> you know, but that right side has been a little bit rough. Um, and don't get me wrong, I think uh, Leon, and I say that, uh, Pav, uh, Pavkovic, uh, he's been playing that left side too. He kind of flips from left back, uh, left center back to right center back quite frequently. And just straight up, 
we also see that El Paso has this three-man back line in their bag, which, again, Legion, alarm bells, ah, freaking out. Um, that's They do it, and they do it pretty well. Um, if I'm Legion, though, if there's one player that it's like, hey, you don't really know what you're dealing with. I've been watching a lot of USL soccer for a long time now, and there's a cat. His He wears the number 24, and his name is Yuma. And if you've been watching the USL for a while, you know that name. He is what we thought Enzo Martinez was back at Charlotte, but, like, on crack. <laughs> he is in insane and he's willing to get dirty he's willing to get a red card he is good for at least two red cards a season um he's going to play until he's 100 uh he's going to get under people's skin he's just is and we've seen this legion team be a little bit not fragile but they they have been easy to get off their game, whether it be because of a referee decision. Guess what? Yuma forces referees to make decisions. And if you get a if you have a referee who is decision advertent where they do not want to make a decision, Yuma will thrive and Legion will be off their game. That said, I think a player like Juan Agudelo who can body up on Yuma is wonderful, especially if you can have an Enzo Martinez, if you have a Nico Brett, Tyler Pasher, Deepen Wigbo, uh, Prosper Kasim all making a run beside him. I think that's kind of how you break down this defense. Um, they have other guys. They have Rose. They have uh, Calvillo. They have Costician. Uh, Costiation, uh, I think I, I think I did pretty well on that one. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Everybody in El Paso is saying no, you didn't. No, hey, let me have this. Let me have this. Um, uh, Costiation, uh, he's a interesting player. He's a Ukrainian guy who plays definitely the right-handed side and. You can see him kind of playing that cam role, but can also play pretty deep. He's good for getting you right wing play. That is really good. And he's a very smart player. He can he can do just about everything you want out of a winger, right? And he is kind of the reason why we see the Zacharias uh, Salonyak uh, just scoring goals there that he is part of the reason why they do what they do uh Petrovich is another guy who is getting goals from a little bit deeper of a position he is a guy that he is playing this left wing but he's also playing a deeper left wing and he's still getting those goals I am really interested in what El Paso are doing do I what do I think about this match if I'm Legion I don't know I don't know what to expect out of this match because I've never seen these two teams play each other. Um, Diaz, uh, ben, uh, Benny Diaz is their goalkeeper, and he's been fine this year. Uh, there have been times where I have watched him and said, yikes, you are, 
you're not playing very well. And there are other times where he is standing on his head and just keeping, you know, keeping shots out. Uh, for example, this Orange County match, he faced some really good shots. The first shot of the uh, game they that they he had to face was against uh, Jameson, I do believe. And if you look at it, it's an incredible shot that has, I would, I would argue, maybe 75% of the time that ball goes into the back of the net. There was also a point-blank shot from... Uh, Milana Lasky, who he makes a good save on. Um, but you also look back and sit, look at this Detroit City game and say, you know, yeah, you faced seven shots, you made four saves, but some of those saves maybe, hey, it should have had. Um, you look at the Colorado Springs game, I could definitely look at that. Yeah, he faced four shots, he saved two of them. I didn't like some of the ones he gave up. They were good chances, don't get me wrong, but maybe you expect a little bit better of a goalkeeper to save them, and that maybe would be a little bit harsh. Um, but look, they play very simple. They're going to have their center backs do center back things. They're not going to ask them to dribble the ball up and down the pitch if they don't have to. Their fullbacks can play pretty defensive. They can. They also like to get their fullbacks in on the attack every now and then. That's not an uncommon thing. But they are going to sit back. If you allow them to sit back and be a counterattacking team and press you, they will press you, and their back line will play a lower block and concede space. They're not too indifferent from Pittsburgh in that sense. I think this is going to be an interesting test for Legion. They're going to have to deal with a different kind of play. The West is just a different animal than the East. And while this is a quote-unquote balanced schedule where Legion will play every team in the league, the West is still a different kind of game. And we've seen it both times. Both times? I think both times. That Legion have played a Western team so far. Three times, I guess. Um, But the two at home being uh, Oakland and Phoenix, it's just different. And this El Paso team can, you know, it house with the best of them. They just can. Guys like Yuma are going to get under somebody's skin. You just have to be prepared for that. Um, you know, another guy that I really like, um, he is their left back. Um, now, I understand that the Argentines have a different way of pronouncing it. So I think it's Boreshi. I think it's Boreshi. Uh, not Borei. Um, I think it's Boreshi. So he is their left back. Um, or maybe he, uh, anyway. Um, he is, he's good, man. He's another really good player who's not afraid to get his, uh, get his uniform dirty. He will do the dirty work. He will go out there. He will foul you. He's not afraid to get a yellow card. He's not afraid to make a last second uh, tackle. And I think that's going to be something interesting that Legion is going to go with. This is a grimy back line that I think is really good. This is a good attack who will score goals. They are going to get their chances. This is a proper test for Legion. I'm really excited to see how it turns out. Again, I'm not going to watch any of this match, but I'm sure it's going to be a great time. Um, We're also going to be intrigued to see how Legion handled this match. 
will they maybe pull some of their starters early so they can focus on Charlotte? I wouldn't be shocked at all. I think that would be the smart move. So will Legion go all out, try to get a goal in the first 45 minutes, and then sit back for the rest of the time trying to get those attackers who still have a little bit of heavy legs off the pitch? Maybe. And I think that'd be a good idea. But look, thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate you all. Thank you so much. And I guess you're going to hear from me on Sunday as I pre-recorded a video for that. Then after that, there will be a video uh, podcast. And then there will be another podcast coming out on Thursday. So thank you all so much. I appreciate you all. And until next time, guys, keep hammering on.